is early to mid-afternoon, 2 to 3 o'clock right now, as you go outside. And for the first time in some time, the day is your own. Uh, what would you like to do? So do you lot have any plans now? I'll probably just wander around until I get to the next town. You know? Nothing uh, uh, guiding it's me. It's been quite fun traveling around with you. Uh, would you be interested in traveling together for a while? Antoine did mention there was work and some interesting happenings over in Wild. A little intrigued myself and wouldn't mind some company along the road. Sounds good. Places I need to make my next stop. Yeah, Guido uh, sounds... Festival's over. Yeah. Guido is interested in continuing journeying with everyone, but may have other side quests that would make him... You know, a bit fickle with his presence in the group. Or something uh, like that. Oh yeah, that was definitely how I was going to write you out, with just kind of force it with you doing a non-committal. <laughs> oh, I'd like to. I don't know if I'll be around, though. We don't want to, it's just you may not be able to all the time. Guido <laughs> um, has obligations. Guido needs to heal after <laughs> that explosion that had nothing to do with him or blame to be had. For the meantime, I'd like to walk to the well and see if there's any gossip going on in town. Uh, you are in the well, uh, so how convenient! Well done. <laughs> right, I, yeah, I really did it. In the water <laughs> standing in the water yeah. source. Excellent. Uh, you walk the about 150 feet it is to the well. Um, why don't you make a perception check for me? Try to do one of those nonchalant things they do in movies where there's just a guy like sitting in the background listening and observing to everything going on, like uh, pretending he doesn't notice, but he definitely notices things. And uh, that's a 15 for my perception roll. Um, as you're uh, listening around, then uh, a lot of people are talking about... Uh, a vote. Um, they're saying, "Did you hear about about the vote?" No, I I didn't hear anything. Did you? Did you? They. What did they rule? How, how did it? How did it turn out? Um, and they say, "Well, I think that they. I mean, we can still get water, so they must have. Uh, they did. Uh, and someone else comes in. They're like, "Well, yes, uh, they did. They ruled in favor, and they said that water belongs to everyone." Um, it's like, "Oh, that's so good." Um. I was so worried what I was going to do. And he's like, yeah, I was going to lose my business. At least I think so. Uh, and you're hearing a lot about that. I am a little concerned, but that one man who seemed to know more than the rest, I uh, try and seek him out in the crowd. It's a great deal about a vote and a great deal about water. Um, and that that's the big thing that you heard. Um, I approach where I believe the knowledgeable man's voice is coming from, and say, Good sir, um, could you elaborate more on this water shortage vote crisis that is happening in front of us? Uh, uh, she looks at you and she goes, goes oh. I'm a woman! <laughs> My apologies, ma'am. Um, I'm from out of town myself. Could you perhaps explain what you were talking about before with, with the vote? With the vote, you you hadn't heard about the vote. No, uh, forgive me, I've been traveling for a few days now. Uh, it's just all anyone's been talking about for the last three days. How could you not have heard about the vote? I seem to have been out of town for that stretch of time. Hmm. Oh, well, I don't know if you know this, but we've had a bit of a problem with water recently. And there's like a sly little smile, like it was supposed to be a joke. Yes, of course, the joke. Um, well, you see, the Master's Council folks, uh, they all got together, and it seems like they finally held a vote about whether or not uh, they should be regulating the water. I see, and what was it they decided? Well, you know how I feel about these things. I think that 
Uh, ultimately, uh, everyone should have access to water. Water is a human right, and none of us are going to survive without water. If I didn't have water, then I wouldn't be able to allow my business to survive. Yes, I see, but what did the Master's Council decide? Well, uh, from, from what I've heard, it was very contentious, and they ruled in a five to four vote. Now, you know, of course, that that there are nine members of the Mouser's Council. Hold on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's nine, nine. I just counted. Yeah. Okay, I just double checking. Uh, there are nine members of the Master's Council, and they, and usually only eight of them vote. Uh, and then uh, that big old leader of Otaria's Venom, fuck, what the fuck is his name? This would be not Anton, right? Oh, absolutely not. This is, um, oh, okay. This is like the, the, gotcha. the leader. Um, oh, uh, Raukeen. Um, you know, good old uh, Raukeen there, um, he doesn't vote unless it is a tie, and he breaks the tie and makes the final decision. But apparently, they were deadlocked at 4-4 four to four before he stepped in, and they were undecided about whether or not everybody should have access to water or whether or not it should be regulated so that we can all... At least they say so that they can regulate the access to it so we don't run out. Well, certainly I could understand arguments for both sides. Guido, for at least for the time being, nothing has changed. Business then? you keep mentioning. Well, well, of course they said that. Well, you see, I run. Um, <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you see, I run. Damn it, Guido! <laughs> but you see, my ice sculpture factory. Or my business would go completely under if it weren't for the lack of water. And how would I be able to make my precious ice sculptures and switch and swap them over to everyone else if they were regulating the water? I'm pretty sure they wouldn't let me do that. And what would the world be without art? Rob, this is by far the best voice acting you've ever done. <laughs> far and away. The whistle in your voice uh, is perfect. <laughs> the whistling is killing you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm immersed with this old lady and her useless ice sculptures. All the same, all the same, yeah. Valerian cannot help except stare at this woman. Like, seriously, you think you need ice sculptures in the middle of a drought? <laughs> I'm sorry. Would you like to buy one? <laughs> Depends. Can I melt it down and drink it? In that case, it might actually be a good idea. But then you wouldn't have an ice sculpture. <laughs> You're beginning to catch on. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, Raukeen voted that water is, in fact, a human right, in that everyone should have access to it, even in these difficult times. Oh, I was like, don't you say it. I almost, yes. I almost said unprecedented times. <laughs> Now, more than ever, people need ice sculptures. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thank you for your insights. This has been quite informative. Yes, well, if you need me, then check out uh, Miss Maxine's ice sculptures. <laughs> uh, uh, we're, we're also, we're, we're seasonal. We're not open yet. We open in about a month. Uh, Guido goes over and shakes Miss Maxine's hand and says, Guido will be looking at your company with great interest moving forward. Oh, well, thank you. All right, I think we have all the information we need. <laughs> Not how I thought I was going to deliver that important plot device, but okay. Um... Not what I expected to hear from the well, but here we are. Uh, yeah, so you have learned that the the vote over whether or not um, water should be regulated or essentially, as people on one side say, is water a basic human right that everyone deserves to have when they need it? Um, the vote was five to four over 
whether or not water should be regulated. Uh, Raukeen, the leader of Otaria's Venom, like the Otaria's Venom leader, yeah, um, voted yes. Um, every other vote is unknown by design. And it is uh, the council is all the guild masters of the different guilds in the land. Correct. Those are the masters. Correct. The leader of the guilds are the make up the, the masters members. council, which is the head of government in Otaria. And would it be another point of alchemy if we go to Miss Maxine's ice sculptures still in crafting? <laughs> <laughs> I think we would <laughs> we would have an, an additional category of ice crafting. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure we can wait around for the change of season, though. That's true. <laughs> yeah, she's going to end up being the uh, technical sage that tips our crafting skills over the edge. <laughs> you're just gonna load up on ice crafting and be like a level 80 crafter, and then you're gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, can I can I craft this flying boat? And it's like, no, and you're like, but I'm a level 80 crafter. <laughs> no, you can't. Out of ice? <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, maybe. <laughs> and yeah, and then it's like, all right, just roll. It's gonna be like, wait, shit. <laughs> I like this. Okay. This could work. Alright, um, it's starting to get uh, dark again. Uh, sorry, no, it's still, that conversation didn't take that long. It's like three or four. Uh, is there anything else you guys would like to do? Um, well, if I have free time, I'd like to just go off on my own, work on my project, finish that up. Uh, sure. I'd find a workbench at FizzyWinks to do that yeah yeah of course you could you could head over to fizzy wilkes and do that oh, by the way um your hotel the the fancy hotel is this one uh which one this one purple okay yeah sorry we haven't gone to the hotels in forever so i don't have the names up at the top of my head <laughs> it's just a purple color on the uh, map. which one of you is pinging with white <laughs> On the, the, the merchant, on the sorry, that's, the, that's, the, that's really annoying. The merchant's rest. The merchant's rest is here, um, and the uh, green harvest is here. Just for reference. Convenient box that doesn't have a color. Good thing oh, I've totally forgotten white. which one I was staying at, if either, since I live there. You live here. You live in town. You, you live in place. town. You you live. I believe you stayed here. Rob, show me where my family is. Uh, it's the one that's labeled. Yeah, it's labeled. Guido. The one with. What? I'm still living with my parents? No, you don't live there. No. You live out of town. Oh. Fair you enough. You live like here. I trust you. You have like a hut. Because, like, you. Why would you live in a people house? Yeah, I could probably just live in a broom closet. He's out of sleep. That's a little bit discriminatory. And accurate. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I don't mean, like, why would he live in a people house? Yeah, like why he wouldn't live he live in a people house? I mean, house. like, he would be like, why would I live in a people house? Okay. All right. <laughs> I got you, Rob. They're defending a cause that I do not endorse. <laughs> I don't sleep. Put me in a broom closet for all I care. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, so you're gonna go and you're gonna spend, I imagine, the better part of the rest of the day finishing your uh, project. Yep. Uh, Cirilla? Um, I don't know. I don't have much to do. Okay, um, yeah, so, uh, everything kind of clicked for you, and you kind of head back into the, to the hotel just to kind of reflect on kind of your old teachings and just like getting all of the stuff up and running. Uh, I'm gonna find a nice place that I can just practice with my glaive a bit more. Um, work on some of my fighting stances uh, and styles. Sure. Uh, you do um, remember mentioning or remember hearing mention when you were in the conversations in the loss of the chaos that uh, apparently one of the people that you're heading to see in Wild is a fighter trainer, so that might be useful to you. I did remember that. Um, yeah. 
but I want to make sure I'm on the top of my game when I yeah. So. Uh, so that may help. Uh, and Guido, anything specific? Uh, Guido will spend his remaining time with the Guido family. He suspects he'll be going on wild and crazy adventures in the future and wants to get that precious God, family time in while he can. You know the family man. I like it. They don't call him Guido the Guido family man for nothing. <laughs> Alright, uh, you spend time with the Guido family. Um, it's because you walk into there, they put you to work. Um, because that's the kind of people they are. Um, in that they show their love through being like, Hey, it's good to see you. Grab a thing and help us out. <laughs> um, yeah, Guido knows. He was there, you know? Yeah. They're uh, always happy when you're around, and there's, like, a ton of energy going around as they travel, or travel, as they work on the stuff having you around. Um, and he shows him this awesome red lichen he found at work. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Hey, what, look at what happens when you put fire on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally safe in a deli. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We don't know what happens if you eat it yet. I can't imagine it'll be a good idea. Okay, uh, so uh, all of you continue your projects. Um, Lessoner, make an intelligence check for me. This is for working on my project? Sure. Um, you can like do a whatever, like an arcana or whatever, something that adds your intelligence more. Like It's fine. <laughs> Some, something with your I proficiency bonus. I was going to just oh, use my Tinker's yeah, tinker tools. tools. Tinker's Tools Intelligence. That is a 16. Uh, that is enough for something that your class automatically gets. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are working on your uh, project, and these gyroscopes that you worked with are really, really high quality. They are the perfect thing that you need to uh, finish what you're going to do tonight. Wonderful. I just very excitedly just elbows deep into the construct I'm making. Just having a grand old time. Yeah. Um, you all uh, finish off your nights and you head off uh, to your respective places for bed. Uh, that will be um, Valaverin. I believe it is two silver. Oh, really breaking the bank here. I believe it is five for Lysander. Yep. Uh, and then Cyrilla, you theoretically can stay for free if you perform. Theoretically. But it's, or you can pay yeah. two silver. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's up to you. Or you can pay two silver. I'll pay two silver. I'm not alone. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Almost dying and almost killing. <laughs> sure it was, was it's a long day it was a long day um okay uh so you all uh settle in for a nice uh relaxing bedtime guido guido <laughs> as you head to bed for your uh Rest. Remember, you don't sleep, but you do need to essentially enter a recharge mode uh, to do that. So you settle into wherever your spot is for that. Um, and you uh, go inactive as normal. Cool. For a while. Less cool. And then... <laughs> uh, all of a sudden... Uh, you find yourself uh, walking around cool. um, in an open, grassless field. Okay. Do I recognize this open, grassless field? Make a history check. Ooh, nat 20. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> when it matters. <laughs> the field is warped and distorted. Um, and sometimes you feel like you're covering a distance of miles in a couple of seconds, and other times it feels like it takes you hours to walk 100 feet. Um, but this is a field that is familiar to you. It is at the base of a mountain range, and as you look around, you see 
uh, a number of Warforged coming at you, uh, all around you, coming in your direction. Interesting. I'm not used to seeing a lot of Warforged anymore. Yeah. Do they look menacing? Are they trying to hurt me? Uh, they're a little far away. Make an insight check. Insight check? Coming with disadvantage. Up. Oh, with disadvantage? Hold on. How do I do it? Yeah. I just, click, just click it again. 11. Uh, as you look, um, they're, they're a little too far away to read at this point, um, but they are definitely headed in your direction. Okay. Does Guido have his weapons with him? You do. Cool. All right. Uh, now, do I have autonomy over my body, or am I basically sleepwalking? No, you can walk. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll slowly but cautiously make my way towards the Warforged. All right, uh, they are coming at you from all sides. All of a sudden, you are surrounded. Uh, you see the leaders of these Warforged parties. Uh, one of them is uh, decked out in safari gear. Uh, one of them is kind of blue-tinted um, and carrying a weird-looking uh, glaive, a familiar glaive to you. Um and the third one is wearing a kind of, like, gypsy, like, super cool dress. Um, and actually has uh, red hair flowing down. Ooh, Guido wants that hair. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say that, uh, but he does. Yeah. You see the three of them uh, step up to you. What do you do? Well, it's, it seems like they want something from me. So I'm just going to, uh, uh, what would Guido say? So, um, in response, you hear them, uh, one of them look to you, the, the, the safari geared one. Um, and it goes, <laughs> uh, and it's just responding in weird honks. Okay, Guido says, uh-huh, go on. <laughs> ah, I see, yeah. Frustrated, uh, the creature uh, looks to you, uh, angrily looks at you, its eyes flash red, and I need all four of you to roll initiative for me. Wait, they're there? All four of us? Uh-oh. Ten. Uh, that is six for license robot. Sixteen. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, eleven for robot. First. All right. Interesting. That was eleven for Villabot. Yep. Nice to roll to six. Um. All right. Uh, Cyrillabot, you were up first. You cannot speak, but you have access to all of your abilities. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> Same. Uh, you are you are fighting. You are attacking Guido. Attacking Guido. Yes. You are hostile to Guido, and you um, you want to kill him by any means necessary. Okay. What you gonna do? Is it is it just? You said there was. Were there more than just us workforce, or were we the only ones that were? You were the ringleaders. The three of you stepped forward. And everyone else is essentially making a circular, like, arena for the four of you to fight. Okay. Keep in mind, Guido wants your hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to let that sway your decision, but, uh... I was just assuming that it was the Valaverin doppelganger who had the flowing locks. Not with the yeah. red hair. Um, Not the red hair. Not today. Not, not in this season. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of you should be treating this as if you're fighting a final boss. Oh. Do, I mean... Can I just beat at him aggressively and <laughs> cast Vicious Mockery? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's what I do. Aggressively. Wait, please make a wisdom save for me. 14. Uh, that saves, so does anything happen? 
Uh, no. Nothing else. Okay. But I will push forward, uh, the... Who's next? Is it Guido's name? I don't know. Hmm. I'll give a little pat on the back to the villa bot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Villabot, it is your turn. Do I understand what's happening to me right now? Or like a regular... Are we just like complete replacements for our normal selves? This is just... You are mindless. You're mindless bots. You're not you. This this, this is a Guido fantasy. We're just present. Correct. Excellent. You're just living in it. It's Guido's world and... I'm just a part of it. Uh, well, then I am absolutely going to toss a Hexblade's Curse on him. Nice. Um, Ooh, he doesn't know what that is. So, as a bonus action, he is now cursed for a minute. And until that curse ends, I have a bonus on damage rolls, equal to my proficiency. Plus, I crit on a 19 or a 20. Alright. Yeah. And then I'm totally gonna smack him with my glaive right <laughs> upside the head. Uh, you run up to him with the glaive. Uh, make your attack. That was a 17 to hit. It hits. Alright, 17 hits. Roll damage. That's 10 slashing damage. Ooh. You take 10 slashing damage. Nice. Roll. Can't survive yeah. another one of them. <laughs> uh, Guido. And I laugh oh. in the face of Guido. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh. ah. Exactly how it sounds. Guido, it is your turn. What Wait, do you he do? doesn't roll an extra damage die or anything? Uh, he, it's built oh, I just I just laugh in the face of you. Oh, okay. Um, how far away is the circle of other Warforged? 100 feet. Okay. Uh, I'm going to make a mad dash for the perimeter. Um, and as a my bonus So action, are you running out of my melee attack range? Yeah. That's my only option. It's- Great. So I get an opportunity attack against Guido? You do. Hell yeah. Are you going to use the dash action? Ah, uh, 12. Yeah. Probably doesn't hit, right? Mm. Okay. Well, you got out. Good job. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, so I want to sprint for the edge, and if I can, I want to use my bees to move one of the uh, Warforged 15 feet horizontally in any direction, so just to clear a path for me outside of the circle. All right. Um, you go to activate your bees um, so that they can go and they can push it out of the way. Um, as you do that, um, you go, no bees appear. This is starting to feel like an unwinnable situation. <laughs> uh, okay. I am going to... So there's no way I can get past them without an attack roll? Doesn't seem like it. I can't jump over them? You can try. Yeah, I want to try. All right. Um, make an athletics check with disadvantage. <laughs> wow. Pretty good. 20. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you begin oh, streaking for these. Uh, your... Uh, party members or the stand-ins for your party members uh, uh, look to you as you dash out of the way. Um, You go and you make it over to the ring of them and you uh, flip over one of them and you find yourself in a mass of Warforged and they all begin reaching for you and pulling out weapons. Um, Make an athletics check again. This time normal. normal. Twelve. I'll roll for it. That's fun. Ooh. 14. You are grappled um, by the Warforged Legion mob um, as they've all uh, grabbed you and they're beginning to uh, hold on to you. Uh, Lysander. So how far away is he right now? Um, you could reach him if you've dashed. Uh, actual range, measuring from my weapon. Uh, somewhere in the range of, he he is in range for all of these practical purposes. Everyone's in range okay. of everyone's stuff. Oh god, damn it! You know what I should have done? He's like maybe sixty <laughs> yards. Uh, okay, I, I'm 160. Yeah. Range oh yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh, fine. I was pretty sure. 
Okay, so Lysander Bot is going to hold up his hand like a finger gun. A little targeting reticle is going to flip out in front of his eye. <laughs> and just going to take a shot at the back of Guido as he's trying to run. Sure. I'm stuck in the throng. Make your attack. With advantage, because he can't move. Uh, with advantage. Throng. That's a 14. It doesn't have that's, a hit. that's not my armor class. No. All right. Um, Gosh. You are in the able to dodge away from the attack in the mad scramble. One of the warforged near you um, gets his head shot off, and then all of a sudden it reforms almost instantly. Cool. So we got some Tony Stark nanobot warforged here. Mm-hmm. And we're back to Cirilla. I have a really good idea for my next turn if I make it that long. <laughs> oh, you're not going to make it. <laughs> Don't you worry. We'll see. You're saying we can we can reach the dash, I guess, to get to him. Okay. But then can I still cast a spell? Is it a bonus action? No. Uh, <laughs> you can't, you, dash, dashing takes your action. That should be your action. But I have to dash to get to it. If it's a touch spell. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Okay, then I guess that's it. All right. You dash, and you are now closed in on to Guido. Uh, Villa. I am going to run my normal 30 feet and then face step the next 30 feet directly on top of Guido. And... Now that we have reached third level, and I am on top of me is considered an unoccupied space. He's, well, he's going, right next to. He's going been, next to you. My feet next to you. Yeah. Um, when I went to sleep, I was summer form. Am I winter form right now? He did say you were blue. He did say I was blue. All right. Well, then it doesn't matter. But either way, I'm gonna um, smack him with my glaive again. All right. You have advantage. Uh, I have advantage. That's what I want. Damn it. Uh, I'm also going to roll Cirilla's Bardic Inspiration on this. Okay, 13. <laughs> All told, not going to do it. Uh, you go to uh, slap this defenseless Warforged uh, <laughs> with your blade. Um, he's able to kick off one of the standard Warforged and kick him into the crowd, and he kicks your glaive uh, side of the blade out of the way, so it misses. Um, well played, Vito. Well played. Well, you know, I did survive it. until my turn. Guido, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? In all fairness. Yeah, so I'm grappled, so I don't know if I can way. do this, um, but I want to light a torch and set my red spore sample on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. Cool. <laughs> Why not? Resorting to biological weapons already. You pull out your spore <laughs> took sample. Two rounds. Um, and you take the torch. I don't have to worry about Beyonce, so. An explosion, and then a shockwave emits through all of the creatures. Um, as you all of a sudden see all around you that they've all fallen, including the stand-in bots. But more are coming. Did I survive? <laughs> right now you are still alive, yes. Being the epicenter of this shockwave? Somehow you were unscathed. Cool. Are they coming from 360 degrees again? They are. They're swarming in, and they look like they're coming at you and not stopping. Okay. Um. Yeah. I guess I'm. Well, let's see here. Yeah. I guess I'll just go in a full-on sprint uh, towards any direction with the hopes of pole vaulting over them with my spear once I get there. Uh, you begin running at them, um, and the unusually large explosion that you produced from before 
uh, from even for the explosion of the red moss. Um, all of a sudden, you see um, a fiery stone come down from the sky. <laughs> Takes out a group. All of a sudden, There is a shower of meteorites showering all around you, um, taking out the Warforge one by one and um, engulfing you in light. This is pretty uh, bitchin'. Make a perception check. Watch me crit fail this. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Meteors are distracting. Well, yes, they well, are. Uh, you are distracted um, by this, and you can see no source that it's coming from. Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, from on top of the mountain you are next to, um, you see all the cinders around. And you see a light coming from the top of the mountain. Cool. Um, does this appear to be like a beckoning light? Like I can reach it? Or am I just staring in, in awe? You could try to walk to the top of the mountain. Uh, yeah, let's do that. All right. Uh, you begin the long trek to the stop, top of the mountain. You take one step, <laughs> uh, two steps, three steps. And then you don't remember what happened, but now you're on top of the mountain. Um on the top, uh, wreathed in light, you see a shadowy figure, um, or not a shadowy figure, but a silhouetted figure, a dark figure. Um, it has uh, long hair. It's a uh, little taller than you, um, very skinny, uh, but other than that, you can't tell much. Make another perception check for me. Nine. The light is blinding, and it's difficult who to see it is, but you still can tell, even though you can't make out any real details, that this, you find yourself face-to-face, -face, um, instinctively knowing that this is the creator. Ooh, the Warforged creator. So, just like a person? <laughs> uh, you're not sure cool um so you see the figure turn toward you you still can't make out any features um and then you see in a robotic hand uh lift up uh and it goes like this as it beckons for you to come with it and turns around and begins walking down the mountain. Guido eagerly follows. You quickly fall, um, and as you walk over the top of the mountain, um, you uh, walk out to nothing. Okay. I need you... Um, to make one more perception check for me. Getting better. 22. Moving on up. All of a sudden, sensation comes back to you as if you now feel like you are back in the real world. Uh, however, um, you now are on top of the clock tower in Hemingway, um, awake and alert, and you can tell the difference uh, just as you can sometimes when you're dreaming and you can tell you're awake. Um, and you take that final step involuntarily as you awaken from the dream. And you are falling. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Woo! Busy night for Guido. The three of the rest of you are at the bottom of the clock looking to try and figure out what's going to happen. Is there anything any of you would like to do? before he announces his deck safe. Wait, we're at the bottom of the clock tower? You're at the bottom of the clock tower. Watching Guido there's commit a, there's suicide. A crowd. <laughs> there's a crowd around. 
Oh, I'm stepping out of happen. the way. I can see that he's clearly about to fall. I'm stepping out of the way. So you're not underneath you, you, but essentially what has happened to all of you is that word has gone that the Warforge is on top of the clock tower. Um, uh, and yeah. nobody knows what's going on or why he's there or even really how he got there. Um, it's still the middle of the night, it, right? It is the middle of the night. So I have not had a chance to change up my spells. You have not. Yeah, no feather fall for you, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Enjoy it's the trip. Blowing you up earlier. Is there anything you guys would like to react with in the immediate seconds before he falls? Uh... I'd give him a die of bardic inspiration, I guess. I think that's all I can help him with. I assume he's in some sort of peril. All right. Um, as a reaction, you give him a die of bardic inspiration. Um, Guido, what did you roll on your deck save, and would you like to add the bardic inspiration to it? Uh, I rolled a 23. Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, I mean... It's, the situation's pretty tense. I would accept a bardic inspiration for this critical moment. Uh, so you're rolling a d6 question mark? Yeah, a d6. Plus two, so 25. Thanks, Sorella. Uh, you, you fall. You hear your friends call out to you as you begin to fall. Um, and you find yourself falling. You reach out uh, for one of the hands of the clock tower... Um, but you miss. At that moment, a swarm of bees comes out. Um, as you are falling toward the ground. I knew it! Uh, wonderful <laughs> bees. And as you are falling, they catch you and slow your descent to the ground. Saving Barely. The precious queen and her vessel. Barely. You are still going Barely. to take... Uh, this is a tall clock tower. And you are going to take significantly less damage than you would have if you just fallen. I don't know. That sounded like a lot of dice. I still very well. <laughs> it sounded like a lot of dice health. hitting the table there. You are at um, whatever health happened before, but you do take um, fifteen points of blood of falling damage. Okay. Well, good thing I <laughs> good thing I didn't See have it. what I took before. Um, yeah, I survived, but ever so barely. Yeah. Uh, as they arrest your momentum and you fall much more gently than you would, the bees then disperse and retreat into your person. Um, by the way, there are little holes, little pockmarks in your person that look to be small little tunnels. Um, and essentially your whole torso area is in combination with like all of your body parts, also like a nest that's awesome. that they are in and they work through. That's what, uh, I, was, that's what I wanted. Uh, you wake, uh, well, you don't wake up. You you kind of uh, see stars for a second and then you are alert um, and aware of what's going on. Cool. Uh, probably not super aware of the circumstances that got me there, right? No, you have no idea how you got to the top of the clock tower. You just were dreaming, and then you were there. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Just kind of looking around at my friends. Are they there? I don't know. Are they there? Yeah, Valabra Guido, I say, Guido, I say, good man, what are you thinking? <laughs> I'm all for a bit of adventure, but this is a bit much. Guido wasn't thinking. Guido was attacked, and then Guido met God, and then Guido was falling. So Guido's pretty confused. Yes, it sounds like you're confused. Maybe we should get you some medical attention. As you look around, Guido, in the crowd, you see a figure that looks to be uh, the creator, and he walks out through the crowd. Like, away? Away. Okay. Uh, Guido calls, like, wait, wait, gets up, and uh, pursues. All right, uh, Guido is going and pursuing the figure. Uh, I'll follow after him. He seems very confused right now. He is clearly banged up. Yeah, five hit points. <laughs> <laughs> that many? That many. Um, yeah, uh, as you're going, uh, you're able to keep up with them, I mean, fairly easily. There's not 
anything magical about his travels. Um, but uh, Guido, just at the corner of your vision, around corners, you feel like you're seeing the this figure just kind of move uh, down, like in a way, from you. Just any time you hit a corner, he seems to be just turning around the next one. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Do you can? Sorry, yeah. Guido calls out an appeal. Um, Guido doesn't understand what you want from Guido. Please help explain what just happened. You. Using Feel a dash your... action and using my bees to accelerate me down the path. <laughs> sure, you can do that. Sure. Okay. And there's no cut. Well, I thought that was a super cool sure. use. If you'll let me um, have turbo bees, then let's do that. Not all the time. It would give you an additional five feet of movement, like how the move does. Yeah. Um, but so you begin traveling and following this person, and you almost feel like there is a something programmed inside you, a compulsion almost, that you feel like you're not going to catch the creator here, but you have to keep following it. Understood. And, and I you try. You know, as you hit the edge of the town, you see the creator again, farther on down the field, holds their hand out to you. <sighs> And disappears into the wind, and you see the wind be carried off over the uh, the tall wood and around the Tolstoy Mountains and out away. Okay, it seems like at a, this point it seems like a natural point, end to this chase. At this point, the rest of your party has joined you. We've seen none of this. We didn't see any sight of this creator or the nope. light of them flying. You have off. not. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, Guido stops pursuing. It seems as if this moment has passed. And then turns around and explains to his teammates that Guido can't explain what happened, but Guido thinks that he just met a very important person or being and uh, feels compelled to follow them, even though he doesn't know what that means right now. This is all more than a little bit strange, Guido. Are you sure you aren't just having a hallucinations as very near-death experience just now? No, Guido isn't sure of that. Guido could definitely be hallucinating, but Guido doesn't believe that that's the case. And Guido has no reason to believe that this isn't the case. So Guido's going to continue under the assumption that what he saw was real. Well, let's get you back to town and maybe rest on the night. If you still yes. feel the same way in the morning, then... Even if you do intend to pursue, you are you're in no state to do it currently. Maybe take the night, we'll try and get you back up to shape, and... See if you still feel this way in the morning. Guido agrees, and then thanks his good friends for their support. Uh, Guido, as you uh, settle back into the night, do you guys take him back with you, or do you take him to his house? Do you stay with him at his house? What happens? Uh, yeah, we drop him off wherever he's supposed to be. Okay. Yeah, wherever, he, wherever he was before. <laughs> bring him back to his place. Bring me to my coat closet. <laughs> <laughs> bring him to that. As you're in your hunter's hut... Um, then you, as you're sitting there, you're just feeling really antsy as if you're just wasting time here and that you're not, not gonna, you're, you're not gonna get anything done. You, you gotta go. You gotta go. You're losing, you're losing time. You're losing whatever this thing is that you're following. Damn right I am. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, thank you all. For your help and support um you know cirilla thank you for helping me when i was falling from the clock tower um i feel compelled to try to find this creator and i feel like i have to do it alone uh, so i have to go but i hope to catch back up with you guys in the future hopefully once i've satisfied this uh this compulsion and then i fucking go i guess <laughs> All right. Um, we can assume. Oh, did he actually go? No. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he just slaves. All right. So maybe so, I accidentally <laughs> clicked out of the game, but I'm back. So. <laughs> I thought you were just doing some hardcore role. I was like, wow. Really, that was really committing. Um, really committing. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Guido. 
um, takes his stuff. He grabs his bow. Um, Beyonce standing on his shoulder. Uh, he looks at her. Um, looks out in. He's now at the edge of the Tolstoy Mountain. Still battered from the day before. Um, but knows that there's no time to lose. Um, and he heads off away into the Tallwood um, and into the night. And that's where we're going to end for today. Cool. And then I roll a survival check Look, to see if I live. Yeah, so uh, Tyler is going to be uh, with his work uh, school schedule and stuff. Uh, sometimes it's hard for him to be here regularly, so he will be in and out as the sessions go, and I think he will be out for at least a couple of sessions um, here. Uh, we're sad to see him. You're always welcome to come back in. We're sad um, to see him. Really we're sad, sad to see him. We've never been more Oh my god, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. We really um, just can't be more happy that he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This whole we'll campaign be sad to is see you be so back. much better. With we'll be sad to see you if you come back. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, but uh, he's going to be out and in, so we will see him in and out. So thank you, ourselves. <laughs> Better out than in, yeah. I always say. Yeah. Goodbye temporarily, <laughs> our thousands of adoring fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, thanks, Rob. That's a really cool cliffhanger for Guido to, you know, be off adventuring while you guys pursue other things. Yeah. Um, I'll see what my school schedule is like so I don't miss too much. This was a good session. Yeah, good. That is fun. Yeah. That. All right. Um, so that'll do it. Thanks for tuning in. But I'm pretty, yeah. Uh, so we'll catch you on the next one. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.